It is time to blast off inside the kennel. And now, here is the Tomahawk Missile himself, Vindog Radio. This is one of the 10 busiest ports in the nation. Today, it's silent, except on the outside, where truckers gathered for a fifth straight day. They've effectively shut down the Port of Oakland, protesting a new California labor law that makes it harder for independent drivers to operate. I'm here to support my family because we have the bills to pay. Gladys Hernandez says she's been here every day and has no plans to leave. Don't want to turn labor union and the corporate truck drivers against you want them with you right because they oakland police captain clay birch says he understands the driver's frustration but warns of unintended consequences the shutdown is the latest in a long line of west coast work stoppages that have affected the supply chain and added to inflation cargo here is mostly agricultural it's about the greater good. It's about the consumer as well. Think about the end game here. What's not getting out? What's not getting in? We're talking about you know, perishable goods, food items, things like that. Right now, this is limited to Oakland, but there is concern the protest could spread to Southern California, where they are still recovering after massive gridlock last year. What if people stop being sympathetic to you because they start seeing the grocery prices go up? It's okay, no problem, but I have to family to support. That's right. She said it. She has a family to support. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome inside the kiddo with myself, Vin Dog Radio, a money bin production with the <laughs> Well, my friends, I got to tell you, this is going to be a great episode. Please love and follow the podcast right here on the home hub, podbean.com. We're available on Samsung, Google, and Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Spotify, TuneIn Radio. Yes, Pandora, and wherever you shall download podcasts. Money Ben, what is happening, my brother? Uh, what's up, Vinny? What's up, world? Yes, it it's is great to be. beautiful day. Yes, it is great to be back from hiatus. I got to tell you that right now. I, I'm going I'm to tell you like I, like, like I was told by this one friend. Um, remember that guy I told you, the, the, the security guard? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Every day is a good day. Every day's a good day, partner. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's how he said it. Every day is a very good day, partner. I appreciate you, partner. <laughs> that's how we do it. Every day I wake up, I just think to myself that today will be a wonderful day. And that's and a, it is. And that's a good way to be, partner. <laughs> oh yes, partner. <laughs> Shout outs to the partner guy. Yeah, the partner guy. He's cool too. Hey, check this yeah, out. That... So I was on vacation and I, I was on hiatus. It was much needed. That's why you guys haven't you know heard any episodes. Because Vin Dog and Money Ben took a break because we needed two weeks off so that we can come back stronger than ever. Yeah, we were MIA. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you got to do that one more time. <laughs> we were MIA. Just like Pitbull, my friends. Mr. 305, shouts out to YouTube. Armando. Armando, my brother. That dude is awesome. 
I got to have him on the podcast soon. We're dale, working on that. Pizza. Yes, dale, dale, dale. Yeah, we're going to have him on soon. And yeah, so the vacation was much needed. It was great. Uh, saw some good family members and and it's been awesome. It was awesome. So now we're back into the saddle. It's always good to keep up with family. Yeah. And so now we're back in the saddle and we're talking about this whole issue with AB5, uh, Gavin Satanist Newsom, the uh, devil son himself, or as Easy e called him, we'll call him if you were alive, the devil's son-in-law. So listen to this. This guy has destroyed the trucker industry hand over fist by putting this AB5 bill forward. Now, if you think Newsom is done there, no way, man. He is destroying California in a handbasket. Money bin, how are the, yes. how are the truckers feeling out there, brother? Uh, truckers are feeling upset. Some of them are moving out, uh, you know, to other states. Mm -hmm. But see, people are misinformed because Mr. Newsom isn't making any kind of uh, announcement of what this law consists of. Of course not. And, and, and you know what? We're not going to call him Mr. Newsom. We're going to call him Drag Queen Newsom on this show. Uh, so he does not deserve any respect from the Kennel Podcast crew. That is just how we roll around here. Any oh, yeah. 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 Make sure you bleep that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mr. Newsom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy censored from our podcast. Either. Yes, indeed. Now, so yeah, now the truckers, the truckers are suffering because these Democrats know exactly what they're not doing. <laughs> they're not the smartest tools in the shed. We know that for sure. It's been proven. I mean, listen to brain dead Biden that when he talked about the jab, it was so hilarious that he talked about the jab, and I'm like. Who's playing the Flintstones in the background? Hey, can you get that out of here, please? Hey, 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 Pelosi, get out, you stupid Demoran pigs. All right, so. Pig skin, Pelosi. <laughs> All right, listen to Brain Dead himself. Listen to this. We're not in a position where we think that any virus, including the Delta virus, which Steve is Austin much here, more transmissible and more deadly in terms what? of vaccinated people, what? The, 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 the various shots what? that we're getting now cover that. You're, you're okay. You're not going to get COVID in these vaccinations. What? Hey, folks, guess you heard this morning oh, I hey tested positive for COVID. What? But I've been double vaccinated, double symptoms are mild. Double, triple vaxxed. And, uh, and I really appreciate your inquiries and your concerns. But I'm doing well. Getting a lot of work done. Going to continue to get it done. Thanks for your concern and keep the faith. It's going to be okay. Oh, so his vaccine didn't work. So are you telling? You know what I say to that? Get the chrome lever. Oh man, hold on, hold on, chrome lever. Here it goes. Access denied and flushed him at the same time. That's awesome. <laughs> the chrome lever. I love it, bro. So listen, people are saying, oh, why do you talk so much against the, the, the so it's not a vaccine, folks. It's a forced inoculation. It's a poisonous shot to kill off the human race. And if you don't take it, they're going to tell you, oh, you can't work. You can't go to a mall. You can't go to an amusement park. You can't go to a different country. Second of all, 
They you have, will die. Oh, yes. The population of this world, huh? <laughs> oh, man. So it, it's insane that they're doing this. I mean, to be honest with you, what would our good friend, Mr. Hank Hill, say about all this money, Ben? What would he say? Oh, man, this is going to be fun. So, yeah, uh, on the other side, we have T-Rex Radio coming into the studio. And as a matter of fact, we have guests like Mike Owen. And, yes, next, ne- next, next episode, we're going to have an info warrior in the house. Yes, his name is Alec Anderson. He's going to be in the house, an info warrior. Yes, we have an actual info warrior coming into the studio, Money Ben. Yes, that's kind of awesome, man. I'm telling you, our show is getting so loaded right now that people want to book themselves <laughs> that are from the InfoWars, which is cool with me. No problem. We'll take any Alex Jones guest. That's it. And we'll even take Alex Jones himself. So, it, Oh, remember that artist? What's his name? He yeah. was on InfoWars, too. Yeah, that's Alec Anderson. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy is cool, man. We're gonna we're gonna have him on. Um, and it's gonna be fun. So we're we're gonna have nothing but truth seekers on this podcast. And if you're not a truth seeker, then you know what? Just go ahead and stop yourself and of the cast. Hey, Money Ben, you ready to cock back an aim, bro? Oh, yeah, I've been ready. Oh, man. You know what? This vacation has been great. Now we're getting back into the saddle again. And please follow me on Getter, Twitter, and Instagram, and also on YouTube and Rumble. Yeah, we're on YouTube still until they kick my ass off. And then uh, we're going to be on Rumble also. So at Vindog Radio. And, yes, follow my producer, Money Ben. That's right, Money Ben on Twitter. Instagram and Rumble at Money Bin Productions with a Z. You get the gist of that, folks. We're coming back on the other side, inside the kennel, right here on Podbean.com, baby. Back in a minute, sucker. Back in a minute. More with the street shooter himself right after this. Follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Vindog Radio. What's happening, everybody? Vindog in the house from the Kennel Podcast right here on Podbean.com. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. You guys are so wonderful. Thank you. You're so lovely tonight. All right. Now, here's what I really came here to ask you. Would you like to advertise your product or services on our podcast? Hey, just inbox me at Vintastic Promo at gmail.com. That is V-I-N-T-A-S 
T-I-C promo at gmail.com or you can talk to my man Money Ben. That's right. You get Money Ben Productions up with a Z on Instagram. Yes, you can DM him or DM me at Vindog Radio USA on Instagram and Twitter also and we will get back to you and we will work with your budget. Small budget, big budget, large budget, any budget. We work with everybody. Isn't that right? Yes. Do we work with people that want to spend their money? Yes. Do we know how to promote? Yes. Are we the greatest podcast on earth? Yes. So please promote with the kennel right now and we will take care of you taking care of us because we love all of our people, right? Yes. We love everyone. Yes. We sure do, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Stay tuned. More of the kennel coming up, baby, right here on podbean.com. He shoots straight from the hip and if you don't like it, Go and stuff yourselves. Back to the kennel with Mr. Keeping It Real himself, Vin Dog Radio. Hey, what's up? It's Rick D's in the morning. Don't forget to wake up with me right here. But right now, Vin Dog. Welcome back to the kennel with myself, Vin Dog Radio, a Money Bin production. Please follow my super producer, Extraordinaire Money Bin, on Twitter, Instagram, and Rumble at Money Bin Productions with a Z. Ladies and gentlemen, I told you that Rex is going to be back in the house for Rex on the Road Media. My brother, Mr. T-Rex Radio. Well, thank you, bro. Well, always a pleasure to hang out with you and uh, have this cup of coffee, this steaming hot cup of coffee that I'm drinking. <laughs> and uh, I, know, I know when the podcast ends, it will be ice cold. Okay, so, yes, 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 know, uh, yes, that's yes. That's how I time the podcast is, is the coffee's cold. Well, it's time to wrap it up. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's been a great show, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. That was T-Rex Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Oh, man. So, man, everything's going all right, huh? Oh, we've been so busy. We've, uh, what, I, I think since we've talked to you, we've done about 30 restaurants, wineries, uh, breweries in Sonoma County, uh, wine country wow. of California. Uh, just since we've talked to you in, in the last couple of weeks. We, in fact, yesterday I was in Sonoma. Sunday we'll be in Sonoma again with the uh, best brunch in Sonoma County. Can you believe it? So are it, you it's gonna, incredible. Are you going to eventually buy a house in Sonoma County since you're always there so much? <laughs> yeah, you know, I, if I could afford it. But when you live in California, that dream died some time ago. Yeah, that and, dream died uh, when, when some other people took uh, office. I want to thank Gavin Nuisance uh, for helping out. Yes, they, thank uh, the nuisance. And, uh, thank the nuisance. He's done his, this job. He really has. Thank Gavin Nuisance for all of that nonsense. That That's right. right. Gavin Nuisance. Yeah, a lot of noise. Yeah. A lot of noise. <laughs> lot of <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, now, now, we just had the Major League All-Star game the other day. You know? Well, yeah, yesterday, I understand they played the game. I just wasn't able to watch it uh, because I probably, you know, I don't subscribe to Peacock or I don't subscribe to ESPN or, or whatever. Do you remember the days when we used to be able to turn on the TV, you know, on Fox and there's the all-star game or whatever? And I guess it was on Fox. But anymore, it, it's everything. You have to be subscribed to this. You have to be streaming that network because that network on Fridays, Apple has Friday Night Baseball on Sundays it's Peacock and on I think Mondays and Wednesdays it's PBS but I'm not sure I'll have to check. Yes, yes, you have to check your ch- uh, your apps for local listings and times <laughs> Yeah, yeah it, exactly 
And and remember, if you're where my Giants play, uh, if you have the MLB app, you can't watch the games until after they're done. Okay, just remember that you can listen to the audio stream. It's just like when I was a kid. We're listening to the radio again. And uh, thank, thank goodness for that, that, yes. that there's still radio and you can hear play-by-play of your favorite baseball team, hopefully. All right, hopefully. Yes, that's if you don't have to subscribe to a streaming service to listen to right. your favorite baseball team on the radio. So you got to be well, careful I'm, with that, I'm gonna too. I'm going to give a shout-out to uh, uh, the radio station that carries the Giants. They now have an app, and you can go to their app, KNBR, and, and plug it in on your phone, and you can listen to the Giants games where before, if you like tried to listen to their stream and the Giants games were on, you couldn't hear them, right? Wow. On, on, on your phone or on uh, whatever device you have. Um, it's, uh, but now you can, and uh, it's a wonderful world we're living, my man. It's a wonderful world. Yes, it is a wonderful and jolly world that we are living in today. And, and I think Major League Baseball has got it all wrong. They have the wrong oh, commissioner. Totally. They have the wrong uh, baseball union president. I mean, the players' union is all messed up. Things are Rob all going Man, wrong. Rob, Rob Man, uh, Man loves. Is it Rob Man loves? Yeah, Rob Man this. loves. Yes, yes. Rob yep. Man loves with a pink tie. Yes. Yes. <laughs> he's a he's a wonderful human being, and uh, you know he may run for president. Uh, and uh, <sighs> you know, Major League Baseball loves him, and uh, we love him. Talk and, about uh, talk about a Exactly. I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> and that's what baseball's doing. They're like actually killing themselves by not. Well, the, yeah. Baseball is, you know, most networks are growing. The NBA, uh, most popular sports league probably in America. The NFL, still the NFL and, and the most popular sports league in America. Uh, Major League Baseball is, it has decided, and I don't know if it's just older fans, because you, you and I are on the other, the kind of other side of the demographic a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Um, or if, if they just don't want fans at all, <laughs> because they are shredding them. They're like, let's make it as hard as we can for you to catch a baseball game. And yeah. uh, you know what, what people are going to do, what I do sometimes when I can't catch the game is then, well, I guess I'll go stream a movie on Netflix or something. I, you know, I guess, you yes. know, I guess they, I guess they don't want me to watch the game. And uh, the only thing I can figure is some of these owners have made so much money, they don't even care if you see the game. So basically what you're seeing right now is baseball is like the Democrat Party. They just keep shooting themselves in the foot. Well, it, it, it seems to be the case. And, uh, you know, I mean, Major League Baseball, uh, name a decision that they've done that's been a, a good decision for the fans in the last decade. I can't think of one. Never. There's not I, been a great decision for fans in the last 10 years. Right. Yeah. I mean, baseball has... You know, and now we've got a ghost runner on second when we hit extra innings, which I don't mind. Uh, and, and we're doing this, and we're speeding up the game, and we're – what is it? Baseball, are you trying to make yourself hockey or something? I, I mean, I just don't get it. I, I, I don't get it. I can understand speeding up the game a little better, making sure that, you know, uh, game play moves along. Uh, and now, you know, a reliever, you can only bring a reliever in. they got to pitch to three batters, and uh, and your mom – has your mom came up to bat yet? <laughs> where's your mom okay after they to your mom they can change pitchers again <laughs> yeah I, I i you know baseball is a strategy game it's like a chess game but if you take the chess pieces out of chess you don't have chess anymore 
You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of how they do like T-ball leagues now. Like, you know, you got to put a player on so that, you know, they can feel great about themselves of having right. a chance to win and getting a participation trophy, you know, because everybody has to have a trophy. You know, it, it reminds me uh, as my son was growing up playing soccer and soccer was the game I played. Um, you know, you would see these things start to develop and it was like, you know, we're not going to keep score. Uh, we're just going to play the game and uh, see what happens here. Make the kids feel good. Everybody's going to get a trophy at the end of the year. Yeah, and, uh, and parents, yeah, thank I, you for paying your $200. Sorry, but that, that is exactly the wrong thing to do. You know, obviously you don't want any kid feeling bad. But, hey, guess what? I played on losing soccer teams. I played on winning soccer teams. Guess mm -hmm. what? I learned more when I won or when I lost in games I lost than I did when I won. Exactly. I, you know, and that's why we've got the problems in society we have now. Nobody wants to take uh, responsibility. Nobody wants to take the bl blame or the credit or, or whatever when things don't go right so, or left. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, accountability has been lost. That is what's really oh, happening right now. I, I completely believe that that has been lost. I, I you know, it, it amazes me when I see, uh, I'll say, younger <laughs> folks than us, and it's it, it's just like the thinking is is really really weird, you know. Yeah, you know uh, what? It's that level yeah. of this. You know, and, and I think a lot of these kids, you know, that I look at today, younger people, and there's some adults, and I'm like, wow, they couldn't have made it through the '80s. They just couldn't have made it. Man, there are um, some adults that are in Congress right now yeah. that can't think. Well, I think that's part of it, and, and nobody <laughs> reads anymore. Don't don't pick up a book and read something. That would wow. be wrong. Oh, you can man. watch it on YouTube. All right. So let me give you a friendly statistic right now. Mm -hmm. This is hilarious. You're, you're going to love this. So they uh -huh. did a survey, and he said the average member on in Congress mm -hmm. speaks at a 10th grade level. Yeah, society as a whole. And I think the thing we can say, and I don't care what side of the fence you're on is, We've gotten dumber and lazier as a society. We don't even know how to exercise our brain or our bodies anymore. And, and we never do. We want our phone to think for us. We want our phone to, to, to map for us so we know how to get from A to B. Um, we don't do any thinking anymore. We don't do any critical thinking. Mm -hmm. And you know what's crazy? When I was in third grade, I was already reading at an eighth grade level. At least a couple pages every day. One, I just like what it makes my mind do. Mm -hmm. And that's think about something, you know, it can be a fiction, it can be a biography, it can be whatever, but a really good book stays with you. It's like a movie or, like, yeah. or Hey kids, it's like streaming a, a TV show on Netflix. Okay. It's kind of like that. Yeah, exactly. You know, the thing of it is, is that these people, they think that they're smart and they're really not. And let me give you another statistic. When I was in fourth grade, I was already hitting the 10th grade level of reading Throughout the rest of my, you know, school, my edu so-called educational career. You know, I always grade. read at a, at a pretty high level. I was yeah. always a reader from a very young age. But both my parents were readers. And uh, and so I'm sure I picked that up from them. Um, you know, but I mean, I read books constantly. I still do. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and, you know, sometimes, sometimes I have to tell myself, just read a book, you know, for relaxation purposes. You don't have to learn something from it per se. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. So, you know, like, so. the household I grew up in, you had no choice but to read and to write. 
uh, sure. that was just sure. that was just the rule in the house, and mm-hmm. it wasn't tolerated if you did not know how to read, spell, or write. So you know, it, it's it's called that level that thing that people don't know how to do these days. It's called parenting. You know. Well, there you go. Uh, there, you know. Well, they're too busy on their phone. They, mm-hmm. they don't have time to pay attention to their kids. Mm-hmm. I remember when our son was growing up and we go down to the park and, of course, there would be other parents there in the neighborhood or whatever. And some of these parents would be so involved in socializing, they didn't know where their kid ran off to. Bum, bum, bum. And, uh, yeah. And we were always, we were helicopter parents. We only had one kid. And, and, right. and we were always like, well, we got to keep an eye on him. we got to keep an eye on him. And look at you your know? son and, right now. And so we always did. Yeah. Look at your son right now. He's yeah, doing he's, well. You know, he's doing well. He's a good human being, I like to think. And, uh, you know, he's, he's working in the real estate business. He, he's a, a smart kid, a smart guy. Um, he's a good person. Uh, you know, he's, you know, if, if somebody would have said 20 years ago when he was little, this is what he's going to, you know, this is who he's going to turn out to be, I would have said that's a pretty good deal. You know? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it's cool because, you know, all I heard from every mother and father who said, hey, you know what? I want my child to turn out better than I did, you know? Well, I think so. You know, you always, you know, you always want you better for your kids than you did, than you have. Exactly. And, and my son, you know, my son is doing better, you know, uh, career-wise, and, and he's very good, and, and he's, he's 25 years old, and he's selling houses, and, he, and he's dealing with people, and people like him, and mm-hmm. he enjoys the process. He, he mm-hmm. likes communicating with people. Um, you know, and so, you know, we went golfing the other day, so that was fun. Got some golfing, and uh, you know, it was just nice to hang out with him and, you know, chit chat and, uh, you know, see how he's doing. I mean, the thing is, you never stop being a parent, right? There's not a certain age your kids hit and you go, okay, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> you know, you don't retire from being a parent, right? You don't, re- right. you don't reach an age point and go, okay, that's right, that's they're right. Five, I. You're, you're always a parent. I, I have the hardest time of 100% of, kind of turning off the dad thing. My son's 25 and I'm checking in. I'm, are you doing all right? <laughs> you know, well, if you're hanging out with the guys, let me know if you need a ride. You know, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just, a, I'm the worst dad. So uh, I, I'm like, hey. I'm like, uh, uh, you know, my son must go, dad, I'm, I'm 25. You know, I just, I, I just sold a $2 million house. I think I can handle you know what I'm doing, right now, but, uh, <laughs> but you know, you know what? I, I think nice, every but... kid, I think every son or daughter appreciates their parent, even asking them or suggesting something to them, even though oh, they know I that think, they're independent. I think so. You know, um, I, I would. Yeah. You know, even even when me. my mom, she'll yeah. ask me for something. She'll yeah. ask me if I need something. I'm like, you know what, mom? No, but thank you for asking. I am glad well, you're still considering the things that I might need. And I'm, and you know, and it makes me happy to know that I have that type of, you know, relationship with my parents. Sure. Um, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I'm my grandmother who, who, uh, passed away here in the last year, um, back in September. Um, you know, she was like my mom cause I lived with her since I was about 17, 18 years old. And, uh, she helped me with my, my radio career and yikes. just helped me with life. Wow. You know, period. Yeah. So you uh, had, helped so raise you our son, pretty- uh, you know, was a great influence on my son. Um, our son, uh, and, uh, you know, and so family relationships shouldn't go away. You know, they shouldn't, they shouldn't evaporate, you know, there shouldn't be a, uh, there shouldn't be a, a, a an expiration date on family relationships. You know, it, it, you should always know that your parents love you. They're there. If you need them, they want to spend time with you. 
you know, I, I just think that that makes you a better human being. I remember my wife and I talking when, you know, Jer was going to come into the world and we said, well, we're going to wrap him in love for, you know, 18 years and he's never going to have to guess, do his parents love him? Do, uh, are his parents there for him? You know, he's not going to have any of those insecurities. And, you know, I think that that's definitely, you know, helped him, you know, in the sense of he knows we love him. He knows we care about him. He knows we check on him too much. So, you know. You there? You there? Yeah, I'm here. You there? Yes, I'm here. Okay. So good. are you ready both, for this? We're both where we should be. That's good. Are you ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. Everybody's friendly neighborhood Spider-Man governor, mm-hmm. Gavin Newsom. Oh, you mean Gavin Newsom. Yes, okay, I know yes, who you're Gavin Newsom, yes. And, and he okay. is quite the nuisance, according to Charlie Simons, our good friend. Uh, oh, yeah. And, and he is a nuisance. The guy is the worst governor in California history. And, and I thought Jerry Brown was going to have him beat, but he beat Jerry Brown by a long shot. Well, and, you know, the thing that's amazing about that is, is, is Jerry Brown was governor twice of California back in ah! the 70s when I was a small tyke. Ah! And, and, and I remember how people just could not stand Jerry Brown. And then 20, 30 years later, whatever it was, he becomes governor again, which was freaking amazing uh, in my book. Yeah, uh, yeah It's exactly. just like as he was. But I guess he decided, well, hey, I was their parents' governor, and the young kids that are going to vote now have no idea what, how, how bad I screwed up California. Yeah, they won't know how terrible I was in the 70s. Oh, my God, I almost sound like Anthony Fauci right there. That's horrible. Yeah, 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 you got to be careful. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you got to be careful. Okay, now let, let's get to the business that I really want to discuss on this guy. Okay. He wants to capitulate the state of California to gun control at right. its highest level. And I don't know if you know this, but uh, I think I sent it to you yesterday. Mm-hmm. About him passing a bill to legalize prostitution. These people are amazing. I mean, really amazing. Considering that California has one of the most stringent gun controls in the country already. Mm-hmm. I mean, the rest of the country talking about any form of gun control right now is pointing at California. Because we probably already have that on the books. Oh, man. Uh, you, you got you got to wait 14 days or 21 days, whatever it is. Uh, if you're going to buy a firearm, they got to check your criminal record. They got to check uh, if you've ever, whatever, if you've ever done anything. Yeah, they got to check exactly. that out. And, uh, you know, the rest of the country, if, if they go farther down the gun control lane, they'll become California, at least as far as gun control goes. And, and you so, know, Chicago yeah, has I mean, the highest gun but, control laws ever. But, you know, Newsom. Uh, you know, wanting to house the homeless, I understand we all have concerns about the homeless, but just the things this guy has done has been complete whack job. I, I mean, there's no other word for it. Um, you know, meanwhile, people can't get not just the homeless, but nobody can afford housing here. Uh, nobody yeah, exactly. can afford to live here. So- and all they're do- all he's doing is these liberal little pet projects. And, and meanwhile, not representing the state of California. The problem is, is that Gavin Newsom is a progressive. 
Now, listen to this. Him legalizing prostitution. SB 357 bill. He signed into law to legalize prostitution. What a nice guy. Well, he probably wants to legalize it so if he gets caught with his pants down, <laughs> so to speak, he won't go to jail. And, uh, you know, the one thing you got to remember about Gavin Nuisance is he's he's out for number one. And number one is himself. Uh, I think some of the laws that he's put on the book is, well, just in case I get caught doing drugs, just in case I yeah. I get caught doing this. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, I, we've changed that law. Uh, we've changed that law. And... Uh, you know, so it's it's a knuckleheads in the news segment every time he opens his mouth. Yeah, it is knuckleheads in the news. Now, check this out. So the guy that actually went for this wants to do this, and he's been in trouble before. And I'm pretty sure you remember this guy, Anthony Weiner. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's going now. Uh... It's going way back in the uh, time machine there. A little yes, bit, you know? and he's the one that brought the bill to the floor because I'm oh. pretty sure that hit him and his pals, they want to do that so that they can get yeah. their Uber you know, nonsense on. So, yeah, that's it. They're getting their bump on. That's how they do it. Well, I, I still think that the question we got to ask ourselves is when we see crazy things like this happening, and that's almost every day, is we really got to ask ourselves, who are the politicians getting money from? Because these laws don't just magically happen. These laws happen because somebody is filling their wallet, filling their pocketbook, filling their checking account mm -hmm. with money, cold hard cash, and they have no morals. They have no ethics. They don't care. It's, it's whoever has the most money, uh, they, they have no morals or ethics or anything. Yeah, they have and, no thoughts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And as you know that, you know, Gavin Newsom is allegedly, reportedly, have has been adopted in the Rockefeller family, so that tells you a lot right there. Well, see, he's already part of the Pelosi family, and, and, and let's put it this way. You know, uh, like any clique, when, you, when, you're in, when you're in already, it's not too hard to get into a, a, another clique with a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yeah. So, uh, you know, whether it's adopted by the Rockefeller family or not, there's obviously elitist money behind him and behind his political uh, processes. And I mean, look at that commercial. He's already aired in Florida. Oh, yeah. And, and you know what's yes. funny? Wrong place to air a commercial. Listen to what this guy says when he signs his bill about going after gun manufacturers. Listen to this. Well, it's well known that okay. nearly every industry is held to account when their products cause harm or injury. Well, except one. What? The gun industry. What? The gun lobby. Well, it spent millions and millions of dollars. What? To shield themselves. What? Today, California is going to change that. What? From the mass destruction. That what? I'll be signing a bill that will allow Californians to sue irresponsible gun manufacturers. What? If you've been hurt or a family member is a victim of gun violence. What? Oh. You can now go to court uh, uh, and hold well, the clearly, of these clearly he didn't get any lobbyist money from the NRA. The kids, okay. the families, this guy, communities and this guy would change in the wind in two seconds. If the NRA all of a sudden said, hey, hey, Gavin, uh, we know you're thinking about running for president. For their we want to you crisis. know, help finance your campaign. Uh, campaign. Um, he, this guy would switch like the wind. And you know, all of a sudden, the NRA is not the bad guys. Uh, you know, uh, they're really trying to make changes, and, and they're trying to do the right thing. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing. You know, a lot of people, they go against the NRA because the NRA is not putting money in their pockets at all. 
They're like, well, no, I we're not going to pay any of you that's idiots. That's time uh, politically we're living in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, um, I, I still wonder when you look at PG&E, uh, that whole scandal Somehow Gavin Newsom got out of that without a scratch, and I still don't understand that one. Yeah, and you know this guy? He was the mayor of San Francisco and ruined it in a heartbeat. Oh, I know. I remember when he was mayor of San Francisco, and I was like, oh, I hope he doesn't become governor. I hope he doesn't become president. And uh, here we are. He's governor. And, uh, you know, he's he's ruined the state quicker than any other politician ever has. Man, he's just as bad as the recall. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I I mean. Arnold! just amazing that he didn't get recalled i I just find Mm -hmm. it really really just thought provoking with everything this guy's done this guy has skirted the law at every chance i mean how much more crooked can you be the fix was in gavin newsom thank you buddy (laughs) thanks for nothing thank you for nothing all right so (laughs) oh man so did you hear about the the young 22-year-old uh, that actually saved a lot of lives the other day? I believe I did. Yeah, he actually had something that the libtards don't like. Yeah, he had a gun, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah, he had a gun. Well, I, I mean, once again, uh, what I find amazing is how the political left... Uh, says it's guns, it's guns, it's guns. I have yet to see a gun shoot somebody without a human being attached. I have yet <laughs> to see that happen. Um, you know, and if we take guns away, then it'll be cars. If we take cars away, it'll be kitchen knives. If we take that away, somebody will have a, a ballpoint pen. <laughs> you know, uh, so, you know, maybe, maybe there's a mental illness problem in this country we need to uh, investigate a little more and have help for, maybe that would help with the situation that we keep running into time and time again. Absolutely. You know what? And there is a mental illness problem in this country and it's in Washington. Well, that there's no doubt about that, but how about, how about people that feel that there's, there's no way uh, people have more economic insecurity right now than maybe they've had since the great depression. You know what I mean? Wow, that's true. Very, very true. Yeah. Uh, you know, the last time we dealt with this was COVID. Uh, the time before that was 08, 09, and that, that was, you know, that was a, a pretty mean, uh, mean couple years there, too. But the thing is, right now, people are scared of their own shadow. All right. And now, listen, here, here's a sheriff. He's going to talk about what happened when this young man went into the mall. Here he we was go. carrying uh, legally under the constitutional carry law. The shooter was confronted by our Good Samaritan, who I will identify in just a moment. Uh, The Good Samaritan was armed with a pistol and engaged the uh, shooter as he stood outside the restroom area firing into the food court. The shooter fired several rounds, striking the suspect. The suspect attempted to retreat back into the restroom and fail. We could not find that he had a permit. Uh, He was carrying... uh, legally under the constitutional carry law. I will say um, his actions were nothing short of heroic. Um, he engaged the, the gunman from quite a distance with a handgun, uh, was very proficient in that, very tactically sound. And as he moved to uh, close in on the suspect, he was also motioning for people to exit behind him. Um, he has 
to our knowledge, uh, he has no police training and no uh, military background. That's what I'm talking about, Rex. The young man did what yeah. he was supposed to do. Well, I, I mean, that's why we have a thing I like to call the Constitution. Yes. Okay. Uh huh. And, and the right and the right to bear arms. Mm -hmm. Let's re let's repeat that for for folks. It's the right to bear arms in such a situation to protect life and liberty. And it shall not be infringed on by the government. That's the way it's been written. Now, that's not the way it's trying to be rewritten. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, these people are crazy, man. Absolutely insane. But yes, there is a mental illness problem in this country, and it is called intellectual laziness. That's what I like to call it. Uh, well, I, I, think there's, I, I think there's that. There is intellectual laziness, but there is a real mental illness problem uh, that you can go with, uh, what, depression, uh, bipolar. Uh, folks have anxiety to be in a public place now because of COVID. Mm -hmm. um, people you know why? Uh, because don't they know instill how to fear. communicate when they're in public, and so they have anxiety. They don't know how to deal with that. Uh, people are frustrated because they feel that people have taken their right to earn an income away from them. Um, and, and so I think there's a lot of things going on. I don't think well, we can just go, it's, it's mental illness and, and everybody's intellectually lazy. And that's why the, that, that's part of it. Yeah. Uh, in the I, street, I, I say, so I say speak, like 60% of it is the main, yeah. the main problem. I say 60% of it is intellectual laziness. I have to go a lot less than that. Oh, I, wow. I, I think intellectual laziness is one thing, but people who, who have, uh, depression and bipolar and i'm talking people that really serious have a problem they're they're on several medications they're on you know there there's a lot going on there i'm not just talking about somebody that has a little bit of a depression problem right? i'm gonna tell you that i'm gonna tell you something right now the big problem mm -hmm. is we're hooking all people that are having these issues on too many freaking drugs well that's that's part of the problem and now everybody now people aren't even willing to go Hey, you know, I'm going to see if I can just exercise more, you know, do positive things in my life and, and, and deal with this. Now, the first thing is, you know, I'm going to get five medications. I'm going to take five medications. I'm going to take, uh, you know, five prescribed drugs. Mm -hmm. And then I wonder why I'm out of my board. Yeah. I wonder why I'm out of my head. Yeah. yeah. And this, and this government does not care about you people. When are you going to wake up and realize that? And then, and then you got other pharmaceuticals that are a problem that people are addicted to. And, you know, it, it's, it's not like our parents and our grandparents. And I mean, those were strong people, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, they went to work every day and, and maybe they took two Tylenol and, and they went to work every day and they did what they had to do mm -hmm. to feed their family or what have you. And, uh, and now everybody's filled with excuses and, oh, I, I need medication. I, you know, I got to, you know, um, I gotta get we my live fix in, such in. A, a lazy society now, mentally and physically, that people just don't, uh, you know, take the responsibility on. Right. Now, let's cut the yeah. Barbara Streisand right now, which I call BS. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I, I call BS Barbara Streisand. So listen to this. Now, I'm going to be, you know, I, I like to cut to the chase, and, I'll, and I'm going to tell you this right now. A lot of this stuff that is happening, it is all by design. This is not an accident. Oh. No, no. Exactly. It's not an accident. Let's get that straight. I mean, come on. The four, the founding forefathers warned about things like this happening, 
and mm-hmm. and now it's coming to fruition. Um, and right. it's all happening happening in biblical proportions. Right. You know. Uh, well, it has been. I, I mean, you know, I mean, it, it's. You know, I, I don't know how many times people have opened up the Bible. I don't know how many times people have read that. I, I've read the Bible several times. I don't consider myself a biblical scholar by any stretch. But, you know, uh, you can, there, there's a lot of things you can read. Yeah. And guess what? In the Bible, they talk about some of the tough times they faced. It may not have been the exact same Boom. times we're facing now, but there are similarities. Boom. And you know, the thing is, you don't have to be a biblical scholar in order to realize a lot of this stuff, to recognize no, I, it. I don't think so. No. <laughs> it's just common knowledge. Once you read the word, you're like, oh, man, this is crazy. This is really happening right now. I can't believe it. But now everybody is just sitting on their hands and they're, you know, wanting the government to be their daddy these days. Um, it, it's getting really awful, to be honest with you. Well, you know, it, it's almost like we live in the times that, that the Bible was talking about where there were kings and they were in total control of your life and, mm-hmm. and even your spiritual life and your belief life and, and what you could do and what you couldn't do. You couldn't believe this because that was against the state. That was against the government and they didn't support that or they felt that that was heresy or, or, or what have you. Yes. And we're kind of starting to live yes. in that time right now uh-huh. where the government's saying, well, you know, you, you can't be a Christian. Yeah. You you uh you, you can't be Catholic. You can't believe this. You can't believe that. Oh, uh, because the government doesn't doesn't want you to believe that. Yeah, your daddy government says no. That it's not right. in the cards. Right. That's not the way it works. Yeah, is yeah. isn't that it's, something? It, oh, it's baloney. It's, Man, it, it's, it's yeah, it's it's yeah. insane what's happening right now. Now, the founding fathers, you know, think back to the founding fathers. And, and the Constitution and everything they stood up for. Now, I, I've, I've studied things about the Founding Fathers, and, and some people say, oh, they were, they were Christian, and, and this was their belief. Some people say they weren't, but they left things open for people that, that were and that, you know, uh, you know God and, and government could somehow work together, right? And uh, this is, you know, and now we're saying... Instead of there not being God in the town square, we're saying God is not allowed in the town square. And that's a different thing. Well, you know, the Supreme Court just ruled on that in a high school football coach's favor that he is. Yeah. Uh, so- yeah. So, yeah. So these people were trying to overstep their bounds and try to overrule the Supreme Court. And it's just not going to happen. People are not going to stand for this much longer. Well, I, I think the thing we got to look at is we got to point our eyes to the Supreme Court. Okay, the reason there were three, three powers of government, you know, the executive, the judicial, and the legislative, was that they would balance each other out, especially during tough, turbulent times. And the Supreme Court right now is my hero. They have stepped up and supported American rights when it would have been easy to just kind of vote the other way and turn the other cheek. Yeah, and uh, unfortunately, on a couple of things, uh, the uh, nominee, Amy Coney Barrett, she's kind of folded a little bit on a couple of things, but we're not going get to get into that. We're, we're yeah, going to get to this thing I'm, called— I'm talking about the court as a whole. Yeah. I'm not, I'm yeah. not trying to— yeah. you know, well, well, that's uh, my job. That's my job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you did it. You did it. So, I mean, but uh, it's— uh, 
you know, it's interesting that the Supreme Court is is making statements on things that they're making statements on. Uh, the Roe versus Wade thing really surprised me. Uh, you know, when I heard rumors about that, I was I was I was shocked. I was like, wow. Really? Oh, man. And you know what? And I was one of the guys that put that out there to you before it even came out. Yeah. Yeah. You were you were one of my sources of many. <laughs> yes. And uh, or at least I like to think so. Uh, you probably <laughs> know the source. But um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, but but the thing was, is, you know, there's something that, you know, if you would have said five years ago, oh, the Supreme Court's going to reverse uh, Roe versus Wade. You know, you would have went, what? Mm. Yeah. Uh, not that we didn't go what now, but I mean, you know, it's it, it's just uh, it was unbelievable the stand that the Supreme Court took on that issue in my mind. All right. That's yeah, that is awesome. Now, check this out. We're going to get mm -hmm. to a portion that I want to do in this show called the. This idiot is actually a woke military person and she says this i i believe in banning fully semi-automatic rifles yes i do what <laughs> she believes in banning semi-automatic rifles mm -hmm. okay well, mm -hmm. well i mean you know <laughs> once again uh, somebody can believe different than we believe, and that's okay. These, you I, know I'm, what though? The, the problem is, yeah. The problem is, it, is that these people in a military woke industrial complex are being taught how to parade, how to be paraded around in dresses in high heels right now. I mean, they're showing it on TV. Well, that's why we're, you know, that's why you got to be fearful for America right now. Is you know, these, these are strange times. Yeah. And, uh, you know, militarily, how did every major empire fall in the world was when their military could no longer keep keep the strength or there was a division of of uh, what 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 the military should stand for. I mean, the Roman Empire. How do you think the Roman Empire fell? It, it, and this is the same thing that's happening right now. Exactly. This is crazy, man. Absolutely crazy. And I have friends that were in the military, and they said, man, the military is a whole different complex right now. And it's ran by a guy named Lily who is just yeah. out there. Yeah. Well, I'm just glad my son got out of the Air Force, what, uh, three, four years ago now. Mm -hmm. um, and my son was in the Air Force and, and served, uh, served his time. And, uh, you know, I, I'm just so glad that my son's not in there. And, and some of his friends have, have since gotten out of other branches of the military. Um, it, it, it's got to be a confusing time if you're in the military right now and yeah. you're trying to do what, what you believe is right, and that's protect America. Um, and meanwhile, you have all these, uh, these political games that are being tossed. You know, this... Uh, this kind of goes back to Vietnam. This is what started happening in Vietnam. Some really weird stuff. And now you know that people are leaving the military now? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, they're, you know, if you don't want to get vaccinated, I guess you can leave, right? Yeah, if you don't want to get inoculated, you leave, which is crazy. Well, how, do you think, how do you think they're infiltrating the military with a, another military mission by having other people come in and take their place that... Maybe believe something else. Oh, absolutely. They don't want to use their own citizens to, you know, regulate things in the country. 
if martial law comes down, they will have outsiders well, they don't want to real, do it. They don't want real military people. No. Real military no. people will go, what, the, what yeah. the heck is going on? This isn't what I signed up for. Mm-hmm. So, Rex, let everybody know what you have coming up in the near, near, near future. The near future, we're going to have brunch in Sonoma County. I, I would invite you, Ben Dog, but it's the best brunch in Sonoma County. We're going to check it out uh, this week. Plus, uh, we get to hang out with your friend uh-oh, and, uh-oh. and my friend, uh, Mike Owen. And, uh, He's going to be on the next well, show. In the week. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what else do we got? Oh, uh, what else do we got? We've got, uh, oh, I, I didn't tell you where we just went. And uh, I I know you're a pizza guy. Uh, are you a pizza guy? Yes, I love pizza. Yeah, yesterday we just had the best pizza you're ever going to have. Okay. And, and, <laughs> I mean this truly. Pizza Leah is where we were in Windsor, California, which is in Sonoma County. And this pizza was absolutely terrific. If you want to see it, if you'd like to see video, you can go to our social media links. We've got video up of uh, showing off their pizza. And it was good. I brought one home. And, uh, in fact, I think I might have some for lunch today. Uh, <laughs> it, it was a terrific pizza. The crust was thin and crispy. You know how sometimes it tastes like a loaf of bread? This was the best crust ever. Wow, uh, I mean, that true. is awesome. Yeah. And, and then uh, the toppings were, you know, farm fresh. Uh, they had, like, uh, cherry, uh, cherry tomatoes on top. Uh, you had mozzarella cheese just drizzled in the right way uh am i making you hungry at all dude i'm just thinking about how the pizza looks yeah well i mean check it out on social media you can find us everywhere facebook it's rex on the road media on uh twitter uh twitter and instagram it's uh t-rex radio or if you hashtag rex on the radio you'll find us on any social media as a matter of fact i'm looking on twitter right now as we speak Yeah, it's good stuff. And uh, I don't want to make you any more hungry than you already are for pizza. And uh, I know you're a ways from Sonoma County, so I don't want to, you know, I don't want you hopping in your car and, and driving for days. You <laughs> know, it's worth it. It's clearly yes, worth it. Yes, yes. And I was and, just uh, up there a few weeks ago. Yeah, I know. You were up that way. We weren't able to, to get together just because of schedules and everything. But uh, mm-hmm. I knew that you were... Uh, in the land of Fairfield, I understand. Yes, yes, yes. And and yes, yes. I was in the land of Fairfield, and that's as far as we're going to go with that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The land of Fairfield, and, uh, which, is a, which is about 60 miles from where I live. But uh, you know, this knucklehead here, and I'm talking Vin Dog, didn't let me know until like the day he was there. <laughs> hey, I'm here. And I'm like, dude, I wish you would let me know. I could organize the schedule. But next <laughs> on the road, you never know where we're going to be. And and so the schedule gets uh, – sometimes it gets a little dicey, but it's always fun. Yes, it is. It is always fun. And uh, as a matter of fact, uh, I have some good friends over at Travis Air Force Base over there. So, nice. yes, yeah. Nice. So it's, it's a great place. Good I must deal. say. Good I must deal. Say well, that. hey, once again, thanks for letting me hang out with you and uh, chit-chat about the world we're living in. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, once again, my brother, T-Rex Radio. Yes, yes. indeed. You can find him, uh, Rex on the Road, on Facebook, right? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Rex on the Road Media on Facebook. Uh, you can also find us on any social media platform with the hashtag Rex on the Radio. Uh, and, uh, you know, if you like good food, if you like good drink, uh, you'll see a lot of good stuff. We're Absolutely. Always, uh, in a lot Absolutely. of places every week. On behalf of myself, Vin Dog Radio and T-Rex Radio and my producer, Money Ben, thank you for listening to the Kennel Podcast right here on podveen.com. Indeed, my friends, God bless you. God bless America. Take care of one another. And as my good friend Charlie Simons would say, 
May America bless God.